Hey, it's the Valerie Lynn Show, and welcome to Season 2, where you can't make any of this shit up, and basically everything is still an epic life experience. Feel free to share my show on your social media pages and with your friends and family. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, I realize it's February. I skipped a month. Does it matter in the day of COVID? Happy fucking New Year. Same as the old year. Wearing freaking masks and shit. And now they want you to wear double masks. You know what? To be quite honest with you, how's about you go out there and you find the people that aren't wearing masks and give them one of yours? You know what I'm saying? Because there are people out there that are like, I'm so over this. I just want to go about my life. You know who's over this and wants to go about their lives? The people that are on fucking ventilators, you asshole. So, yeah. Two masks. Can't breathe as it is. What are you going to do? You know? Here's a thought, though. Would you rather be on a ventilator? Or would you rather wear a mask? Yeah. Well, since I can't really breathe all that well because everything that happened to me last year, which I'll go into a little detail in a little bit, I've been home. Just like many of you who are working from home, I too am working from home. Not going out of the house much unless I got to go to the supermarket or to the drugstore or to whatever store for a few minutes and then I come right back home. But anyway... So, random crap that's been happening, not so random since I bitched about it last year, about the fact that I couldn't breathe and I couldn't swallow for some fucking reason. Turns out that I was allergic to some sort of flavor oil, scented oil that is used in various different lip balms, you know, as you do, you see the word fragrance and shit on it. So I had an allergic reaction to it, my throat started closing, couldn't swallow. Therefore, I felt like I couldn't breathe, even though my sinuses were open. Can't swallow, can't breathe, start having panic attacks. And then on top of that, you start having chest pains. So, uh, is it a panic attack? Is it a heart attack? Did you just have gas? Maybe it's a fucking fart attack? Who knows, you know? So, went to four different doctors, got four different answers. Basically, the same answer was, I don't know what to do for you. I've never seen anything like this. The best one I've had thus far. And this isn't even about this allergic reaction shit. This is about something completely different. But you got to love when a doctor says to you, in all the years that I've been practicing medicine, I've never seen anything like it. Oh, good. Fucking help me, you know? So I had every other test you could possibly think of that I had done had endoscopy, which is the tube that goes down your throat, not the one that goes up your ass. Although, had that have had happened, which it did not, I would have asked the doctor, do you use the same fucking tube? And I've asked this once before, just because I was curious. And they're like, what do you mean, do we use the same tube? I said, do you use the same scope? 
that goes down your throat that goes up your ass. Because let me tell you something, if you're gonna, I'd rather you go down the throat first instead of up the ass first, because I don't need to be tasting shit. Even though I'm talking shit, but I digress. So, endoscopy showed nothing really. Said it was a normal throat, normal esophagus. Oh, good. Now what? You know? So, he goes, says, yeah, well, you know, I feel bad. I don't know what to do for you. So I'm like, you know, give me a copy of the report. Uh, I'm going to go and do one Hail Mary and go back to my primary doctor to see if maybe there's something that he could do, right? I love my doctors. I do. They're the best doctors I have had in a very long time. I unfortunately have the fucking luck of being a medical mystery on various different things. Um, real quickly, I'll just say I had a mass tumor in my ass, but it wasn't in my ass. It was up in the abdomen, but you had to go through the side of the tailbone near your ass to go and remove it. So yeah, that was fun. Anyway, back to the whole throat closing fucking thing, right? Go back to my primary doctor. And I felt like a fucking idiot calling, too. Because, like, you know when you have to call and you're like, they ask you, you know, your date of birth and what your name is and why the fuck you want to come to the doctor in the first place, you know? Uh, maybe because I'm fucking sick? I, you gotta love when you go to the doctor. You, you sit in there, you're waiting in the waiting room. They're like, oh, hi, come in, blah, blah, blah. You go sit down on the exam table. They're like, so, hi, how are you? How am I? If I was fucking fine, I wouldn't be here. So yeah, I'm fucking miserable. Help me. So my doctor finally comes in. He starts laughing because he could hear me through the door because I'm just like fucking aggravated already. And it's not even his fault. It's a situation that I'm pissed off at. This has been going on since last October, okay? Um, Still had no fucking answers. So you can imagine the annoyance and shit. Still can't breathe and swallow right nothing I did uh, as short of throat punching myself to try to figure out what the fuck the problem was. So I show him the endoscopy papers and I said, yeah, it says it's normal and everything. And he looks at me, looks at the papers, starts clickety-clicketing, typing hunt and peck, you know, on the the keyboard and whatnot. Looks at me and I shit you not, because you guys are my favorite turds. I'm going to keep you up there for a little while, you know, I love you listeners. Um... He looks at me and says, I could fix this. I'm sorry, what? It's now fucking February. I've been dying since October. And now all of a sudden you could fix this. And he said, well, yeah. Remember how I said I was waiting for the copy of the endoscopy so I could see what was wrong with the throat? I said, yeah. And no doctor ever gave it to you, so hi, here I am with the results. There ain't nothing there. And next thing he says is, well, that's what I was waiting for. That's great news that there's nothing there, because now I could fix this. I said, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I've been suffering this whole, you could fix this. Great. So he put me on this medication. You wanna laugh. It's literally for throat spasms, okay? little bit of anxiety which came with the throat spasms because let me tell you something for all y'all listening and people who were suffocating or getting choked out or I don't know why you would get choked out but whatever like you know say god forbid you're choking on something 
or you vomited, you're choking on that, not to be disgusting or whatnot, but like, you, you see, you light, you know, the light flashes before your fucking eyes. Like, you see this happening, you're like, oh my god, I can't breathe, is this the end? Holy crap. You know, like that kind of feeling. Well, anxiety comes with that. So, he prescribed Valium. What? Really? Now, not for nothing. I was in the hospital back in October because I thought it was a sinus infection because at that point, my nose was clogged and I couldn't swallow. So I literally was suffocating myself for no fucking reason. The only thing that would work was Xanax. Now, you know, with all of these uh, kind of drugs, they're controlled substances. You got to be careful with them and everything. You know, they're addicting from what I've been told. Um, I'm not an addictive personality. I, you know, I've been working out, which I'll get into in a little while. I could quit pretty much anything at any time if I want to. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm not like that. It's, I, I don't need things. I mean, yeah, I need to swallow. I need to breathe. I need the air to breathe. I definitely need toilet paper because, let's face it, life gets pretty shitty, you know? Um, But, like, you know, I I don't have an addictive personality. I don't gamble like crazy. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't, you know, screw around and whatnot. Not for nothing can you really do that now in the day of COVID. They want you to wear two masks. You think you're going to be able to, uh, you know, Wang Chung tonight? No, not at all dating myself if you don't know what Wang Chung is. Anyway, so Valium, three times a day. Now I get home from the drugstore and I'm thinking to myself, Valium. Okay. Anxiety's gone. My throat is open. I'm not being choked. I could swallow. I could breathe. Everything is awesome. You know? But three times a day? Uh, how's about because, like, I'm pretty sure that you would turn into a fucking zombie. I mean, it's a very small dose, like five milligrams, very tiny dose. But have you met me? I'm like queen of side effects. I'm tiny, tiny little girl. So I don't need much to just make me go eh, and then hit the floor, you know? So I usually take it before bed, which, uh... I don't know, bed's usually two in the morning, but for some reason I decided to take this before I started the podcast. So if all of a sudden you hear dead air on the podcast, I probably fell asleep. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but seriously, the stuff is just freaking amazeballs at night. But do you really need that during the day? Now, mind you, if you listen to my season one episode four podcast, you would hear about an asshole that I dated, a literal motherfucker. Uh, Go listen to the podcast episode, season one, episode four. I believe it's episode four. And um, he was on enough freaking pain medication, tranquilizers, quaaludes. I don't know what the fuck he was on. Um, I think it was oxy, 80 milligrams. It was enough to sedate a whole entire safari okay this guy was just like you know and that was his day sorry i don't know about you but like i got shit to do like this shit i actually want to do after being in the hospital in october and being on the covid floor 
and seeing what's been going on and hearing the screaming, the I can't breathe, the crying, the the the, the um, yelling back and forth of patients, the nurses and the staff, the the anxiety. Like I appreciate my life right now. Like I am glad I am not in there. I sent a prayer to the woman in the next, uh, you know, next room next to me who couldn't breathe, who was wondering where her husband was. She was on a ventilator. She didn't understand that the, the mask was helping her breathe. She had dementia. So life could be a box of shit. And if you think about your life, be grateful of what you have and be thankful of what you don't have. Because not for nothing, there's always somebody out there that has it more worse off than you fucking do. You know? So when you're upset, you're depressed, you feel like life is just taking a shit on your face, which is fucking disgusting. I don't know how anybody's into that shit, but I digress. Think about the person behind you who has it worse off than you do. And be thankful you're not that dude or chick or whoever the fuck, you know? So, yeah. So now I could finally breathe and I could relax and I could swallow and things are fucking great. So that brings me to the new year, which is, well, now it's kind of still the same as the old fucking year with the masks and whatnot, like I said, but I decided I was going to do, you know, the new, you know what they do when you first, the new year, it's like, yay, new year, new me. It don't fucking matter. Ain't no one's gonna fucking see you. Your face is fucking covered. And if they like what they see and they ask you to take off your mask, is there an asshole out there that's gonna say, oh my God, put that fucking thing back on your face, you fugly motherfucker, you. You know? I mean, I I don't know that many people that are that rude, but I'm pretty sure there's someone out there, some schmuck that would say that. But anyway, new year, new me, yay. Gyms are usually packed at this point because everybody wants to start off the new year right. And then by March or April, it fizzles out and you got one or two of the original people from January that are still going to the gym. To those two people that are still at the gym, good for you. Keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. For the other ones, eh. You know, I mean, everybody falls into their old habits and whatnot and, you know, shit happens. But you got to do it for you. I mean, you really, you know, you need to treat yourself right in order for other people to treat you right. You know what I'm saying? So I decided, and I I started doing this even when I couldn't swallow and breathe right, which was probably a stupid fucking mistake because when you can't breathe and you can't function right, the last thing you want to fucking do is be jumping all over the place and doing uh, freaking jumping jacks and jump rope and cardio and ab workout and lifting. I mean, you're huffing and puffing when you're fucking lifting weights to begin with. You can't breathe and swallow right, you're an idiot. So yeah, this idiot decided to try that and stopped not too long after that. Anyway, now that they figured out what the hell was wrong with me at the beginning of February, I decided to start working out. So much so that I became a coach to try to help other people, which I will go into in a little bit. So here I am bouncing around, doing what I'm doing, treating myself to some new workout gear. I got some dumbbells on the floor, dropped some dumbbells last year because who wants to date a fucking dumbbell, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, lifting weights, jumping rope, doing cardio, doing ab work, lost five fucking pounds. Don't know where it went, but bye-bye, motherfucker. 
So, um, yeah, so that happened. So, pretty good. Feeling a little better about myself. Um, I am not depressed at all. I am not the negative person I used to be. And I could get pretty cynical, pretty negative. I could also, you know, it still happens once in a while. I mean, you could see some things and, you know, that happen or even the news and you're like, what in the fuck am I watching? You know, like I, I need to turn it off. I was like, yeah, you haven't noticed like the news. It, it's not, it's not good news. None of it. None of it is fucking good news. Whether it's about the coronavirus, whether it's about freaking the weather. Oh, don't even get me started on the motherfucking weather right now. Or, you know, or the latest entertainment news of uh, freaking what's her ass Kardashian uh, dumping Kanye West. I saw that happening before they even got married. Hello. But, uh, you know, none of it's good. So why bother fucking watching it? Yeah, I know you want to figure out what's going on in the world. Fine. Everything fucking sucks. How about that? Now, you don't want to be a negative person and you don't want to deal with everything fucking sucking. Focus your eyes on your own papers. You do you and make yourself happy. Go out and do something with a mask or stay home. Pick up, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I own my own company, so I make jewelry. I make lotions and sugar scrubs and soaps and all that kind of stuff. So that keeps me pretty busy. Um, I know people that, like, you know, love reading. They are catching up on all these different, you know, books on their, you know, Nook, Kindle Fire, whatever the hell, uh, you know, apparatus thingy that you have that you read books on. Or an actual book, you know, with pages that you fucking turn. Remember those? Yeah, those. Um, <laughs> that just amazes me. Like, if you think back to the past, and I'm not even talking about books. I'm talking about, like, all right, I'm going to take you back. Not cell phones, not beepers, not blackberries, fucking rotary phones, okay? Now, people now have no idea what a fucking rotary phone is. They might see one in the museum or something. I remember there was a museum, AT&T Museum, when I was about, like, fucking 10 years old they took us to when I was in summer camp but I digress these fucking phones you pick up the receiver yeah there's a receiver a big handle looking thing that has two knobs on both ends one goes up to your ear hole the other one goes up to your fucking mouth hole so you hear and you talk out of it but when you're doing that you have to dial the fucking number there ain't no push button shit. Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. There are some old rotary phones that instead of the dial actually did have buttons where the dial is and you press the buttons. Those were the people that were a little more privileged and I guess had a little more money to afford the extra buttons on the fucking rotary phone. So good for you. Um, anyway, kids nowadays, they don't know what the fuck to do with that. I would love to make an escape room, an old-timey escape room, and put all these kids in it from nowadays and go into back then. They won't know what the fuck to do. Think about it. They'll be on, like, their freaking cell phone. What's a rotary phone? I don't know. Google it. We can't use Google in here. There's no reception. Yeah. You want to know why? Because there was no cell reception back then because there ain't no cell phones. There were no cell towers. There was just rotary phones hanging on the wall in your kitchen, and you only had two colors. Piss yellow or avocado fucking green. Take your pick. Yeah. Good times. Anyway, back to now. So, working out. I 
honestly love it. I never thought in a million fucking years I would ever say that. Um, I have had personal trainers in the past, and I gotta admit, like he was a great he was a great personal trainer. I think the main reason I went to him was because he was sexy as hell. I'm like, yeah, I don't mind paying, uh, you know, for three sessions just to watch his sexy ass do what I'm supposed to be doing. Me, mom, sitting there eating shit. <laughs> you know, I'm like, sorry, dude, <laughs> this ain't working out for me. Can you show me how to do this? Yeah, so he's doing squats, and I'm like, oh yeah, uh huh, mm-hmm. yeah. Got a little expensive after a while, though. Um, but funny thing, though, like I like working out alone. I mean, if I had a friend, you know, fine. But I, I do this at home. I have a streaming service on my computer. I work out at home. I like doing it because if something happens, nobody's around to see me. Uh, case in point, when I was at the gym. And I belong to a couple of different gyms. I'll never do it again. I rather just do it at home. I was coming out of the locker room. Now you know those big balls, and I don't mean the ones that you think you have. I mean like those big exercise balls, the ones that you sit on. You know, you blow them up. They're about the I don't know how fucking big they are. They're bigger than a beach ball. They're, they're like they're huge. You sit on them. You're supposed to do like ab workouts and shit and whatnot. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming out of the uh, locker room, right? I see these two women. I don't know how old they were at the time. Maybe 50 years old, something like that. Not old at all, but stupid as fuck. Okay. Now, just to give you a little background of the whole thing. They were in the area where it was all mat work. Where, like, you know, you lay on the floor, you do, like, sit-ups, you do push-ups, you use those balls. Medicine balls are there, too, which are the ones that are weighted. But this was the big fitness exercise ball that you sit on, you do crunches on and whatnot. Okay, fine. This douche nozzle decided to take a flying jump onto this fucking ball. Now, mind you, it's a fucking rubber ball that's blown up with air. And it's not blown up to the point where, you know, it's not... It, it needs a little give... It, it, like for all you workout people, you guys already know what I'm talking about. But for the people who don't really work out and don't know what this is, it has a little give to it. So when you sit on it, you can actually move back and forth on it. Okay? This thing is not meant for you to take a flying fucking jump on it. The woman jumps, right? Lands on it ass first. I guess as you do. It's not what you're supposed to do. She fucking bounced off of it, hit the mirror wall, and slid down like a fucking cartoon character. I almost wet myself. I stood there. I didn't point because I'm not an asshole. But, like, she saw me see her do this, and I laughed so fucking hard I could not fucking breathe. Okay? She bounced off the ball, hit the wall, cracked her head on the wall, and slid down like a dumb motherfucker. I wasn't the only one that saw this either. My personal trainer saw it too. And then he looked at me. I looked at him. We both looked at her. And then he started fucking hysterical laughing. I was laughing the whole damn day. It was fucking hysterical. It felt bad for her, but hey, you know, you did it. You want to be that fucking stupid. Prepare for the entertainment factor. And then there was an, a bonus entertainment factor. Now I'm dating myself again. Uh, there was a show back in the day, one of my favorite shows called Welcome Back, Kata. Okay, you could go and look it up. It might be on Netflix now. I don't know. It's uh, set back in like you know, the 80s, 
well, that's when the show came out. I don't know what it was based. Anyway, it don't matter. There's a character on there named Horshack, okay? Guy fucking laughs like this. Okay? Not sexy, okay? Now, getting back to the woman who jumped on her ball and almost face planted on the fucking floor. I'm sitting there with my personal trainer, you know, the one who's sexy as fucking hell. And I'm staring at him, he's staring at me, and all of a sudden, out comes that laugh. Oh, hell no. Like, really? That's what you do? Uh Uh-uh. So it's like, you know, like the sexy factor went from whoop, moop. I'm like, you know, I can't deal with that shit. I was like, who laughs like that? First of all, who fucking jumps on the goddamn big fitness ball, bashes themselves high up in the air? Now, mind you, she hit air. She fucking flew, landed on the wall. And the wall was a mirror, by the way. So you saw a 360 of this whole fucking thing happening, hit the mirror wall and slid down on the floor. Then she looks up. You know, that looked like, oh my God, I hope nobody saw that. Yeah, everybody fucking saw that. People in the freaking, uh, you know, uh, dressing area and locker room fucking saw it because he saw it in the fucking mirror. You're a moron. But thank you for the entertainment because that was quite fucking funny that day. I needed a laugh. But, you know, that, you know that's, that's the thing, too. If you're ever depressed or if you're upset, somebody is always out there that has it worse off than you. And in this case, it was something to laugh at. Nine times out of ten, it ain't something to laugh at. But you should appreciate what you got. And then try to find the positive in things. This coming from someone that was called the most negative person that they've ever fucking met. So the girl who uh, said that to me was like the pot calling the kettle black. Because this bitch always complained about everything. Complained about her husband. Complained that he wasn't home. Complained that... She couldn't go to a concert, complained about this, 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 this. But I'm the negative one. Okay, so what the fuck are you? Just asking. You know, whatever. Yeah, while the uh, woman jumping on her ball was uh, quite entertaining, that was the highlight of my whole day at the gym. So, not for nothing, if that's the highlight of your day when you're working out, there's a problem. Either you hate your workouts, you hate yourself, maybe, or you, you just, you hate the freaking machines. Yeah, there's got to be something that you can't stand that that was the only thing that made you laugh and be entertained throughout your whole day at the gym. Now, I've been to several gyms. I got screwed into a a couple of different uh, contracts and whatnot. So, yeah. So every time somebody approaches me with a new gym that's popped out, I don't give a shit what kind of gym it is. Um, power asshole, uh, freaking planet, go fuck yourself, uh, it, it doesn't matter what it is, I'm not joining. I don't care if you wave a bunch of dumbbells in my face, I am not joining your gym, okay? 
not happening. Um, one gym that I actually did go to where I had my personal trainer, it was cool. I actually used to work there at one point doing customer service, which was great because the perks of the whole thing was that the fact that you get to use the gym for free. So you had a free membership if you worked there, which is freaking great. But think about that. If you hated your job, would you want to be at your job more than you have to be at your job? No. So after a day of shitty customer service where people are yelling at you because they screwed up their billing or they got double charged for their membership or blah, blah, blah. I don't want to go and work out in the same gym where I just did my job because these customers know I work there. And while I'm on the treadmill or something, they're next to me complaining about their fucking bill. Uh, yeah, uh, you see what I'm doing right now? Uh, I'm on a treadmill, which I called, uh, the damn machine. Uh, I can't help you. Go talk to somebody in customer service who's actually working right now because I'm working out. Um, I also had very bad stamina. I had no upper body strength whatsoever. Half the classes that I did, I mean... (laughs) One class in particular that blew my fucking mind, and I only tried it once because I wanted to see what it was about, and I never went back, even though I don't belong to that gym anymore, I never went back to that actual workout when I was actually working out there. It was called boot camp, okay? The instructor literally was a fucking drill sergeant, okay? Now... The worst part about it, other than the fucking obvious, is the fact that you were running around for at least a half hour to 45 minutes doing drills. Interval training, basically. I couldn't fucking breathe because I was a big fucking fat ass. Um, but what blew my mind was the fact that there was an 80-year-old woman in this class, okay? And she kept telling people, you know, I'm 80 years old. If I could do this, you could do this. The woman didn't look a day over 60, maybe 55. Like, she looked young. She was fit as fuck, and she is right behind the drill sergeant running laps around everybody else, okay? Now, back then, I was maybe, I don't know, uh, 100 pounds soaking wet with a brick in each hand. I mean, I was a little girl. I still had a big fucking stomach. It looked like I was like five months pregnant back then. I don't know what the fuck was going on with me, but I used to call it a fucking food baby, okay? Now, I was last in line. There are people that were bigger than me, older than me, running circles around me. I thought I was going to fucking die, all right? Now, finally on the floor doing the cool down and relaxing, I don't know how this was relaxing because you're still doing squats and uh, stretching and whatnot. I'm laying on the fucking floor at this point because I can't fucking breathe. And the guy who's running the place is like, you need to get up. Blah, blah, blah. I said, if I, if I can get the fuck up, I would have gotten up and walked out of here like 15 million years ago. Never again would I ever do that fucking class ever ever again. There was one class that was really good. It was a cross between Tai Chi and Pilates and yoga. It was like a synergy class or something. Freaking amazing. Loved that class. The only class they actually really liked and they got rid of it. So thank you, thank you, and fuck you. It's the only reason I went there. Um, then there were the machines, okay? 
There was the treadmill, which I called the eh, machine. There was the elliptical that I called the fucking machine. And then there was the arc trainer, which was a cross between an elliptical machine and a ski machine. I called that the goddamn fucking machine. Okay? So don't bother me. I'm on the goddamn fucking machine over here. I swear to you, I could not stand this machine. I hated working out. I even had earbuds in. I'm listening to, like, my favorite music and stuff. Like, my heavy metal, hair band, glam rock, 80s music while I'm on this machine. And I'm still fucking pissed. So, you know there's a problem. Like, honestly, for everybody who works out or, you know, does anything, if you don't enjoy it, why the hell are you doing it? You know? So I stopped. I'm like, I'm not getting anything out of this. The only thing that's happening is I'm getting fucking hurt. Everything hurt. And like, not in a good way. Like, everything freaking hurt. I couldn't even breathe right. My hair hurt. Everything hurt. So, you know, and my mom used to say to me, what are you going to do when you're my age? Because, you know, I'm much younger. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it past tomorrow. I might accidentally fart and bust my back open, okay? So I don't know what the hell's going on, but this ain't it. So I stopped my membership, which is another thing that you got to love. Because when you go in there and you say you want to end your membership... It's like you told them you wanted to end your fucking life or something. They look at you, they're like, oh, I was so sorry to hear that. Are you sure you just don't want to freeze your membership? No, because if I wanted to freeze my fucking membership, I would have said, hi, I I need to freeze my membership. No, that didn't happen. I went in there and said, yeah, I I don't plan coming back here no more. I'm not losing any weight. I keep on getting hurt. Um, I'm not doing stuff right. The personal trainers, albeit very sexy as hell, it's too expensive. It's not helping me. I want out. Now, I didn't have a contract where it was like, oh, you need to pay us for three years before you could get out of it. No. It was a month-to-month thing, and my month and my patients were up, so I decided I wanted to cancel. So customer service sends you to the marketing department, the advertising department, the department where they beg you for the second and final time of why you want to get rid of your membership. So here I am sitting down waiting for this woman or man. I don't know who the hell it was. They sat me in a little office. There's nobody in there. They're like, oh, wait right here. Oh, good. You know, in hindsight, I probably could have just canceled my credit card and said, yeah, take this off. I ain't going no more. I ain't paying for it. So, fuck you. Have a nice day. No, that didn't happen. This woman comes in trying to convince me to keep my membership. And she's like, oh, well, is it too expensive? I'm like, well, yeah, but that's not the reason why I'm here. And she goes, oh, well, we could, you know, we can make it half price for you for a limited time offer of blah, blah, blah. It ain't going to matter. Oh, what seems to be the problem? I want to cancel the membership. Oh, but why? The gym is so great. It's affiliated with so-and-so hospital. We have personal trainers here. We have a nurse here. Yeah, I'm aware of that. I had all this done all the time. Everything was the same. The weight was the same. The only thing that changed was my height. I kept fucking shrinking for some fucking reason. I was 5'3 at one point. By the time I left there, I was 5'1. I don't understand what happened, but I didn't lose any weight. I wound up losing inches off of my person, which pissed me off. 
also the fact that I think at that point I was about to be in between jobs and uh, couldn't afford the membership. Plus the fact that I wasn't going, so what the hell's the fucking point? So I'm trying to tell this woman this. And she's like, oh, but it's a very affordable, you know, membership. Good. Then you fucking pay it. At this point, I didn't give a shit what I said to anybody. Once I'm up in high alert and I'm pissed off, you can't talk me down off that ledge. I'm pissed. Leave me alone. Do what I need to get done and let me get the fuck out of here. You know? I was in there for a must have been a fucking half hour. She's telling me her whole life story. I'm like, I ain't no therapist. I came over here just to freaking tell you I want to cancel my membership, okay? If it's not okay, I will call my credit card company right now in front of you and tell them that I'm being harassed into paying for something that I don't fucking want. So at that point, she was like, oh, uh, hold on one second. So she goes and gets another marketing agent to help me. So now I got these two douche canoes in front of me, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, look, I was like, my, my patience and my blood pressure is through the fucking roof right now. All I want is to cancel this fucking membership. How hard is this? Oh, well, we could freeze it. At this point, my eye is twitching. I'm biting my lip because I don't want to say something that I already will fucking regret. And I wrote it down on a piece of paper and I said, please get rid of this membership now. And they're like, oh, okay. That's it? You had to harass me for a fucking half hour for me to finally say get rid of it and you said okay? Fuck you. So, yeah. So this is why I wind up just working out at home. Plus the fact of the matter is at that point in time, I really was going there just for cardio and get my stamina up and everything. To get my heart in check and everything. And the weather was so nice out back then that I decided just to go to the hiking trails near my house. So I would go hiking for like an hour or two and I would get all, I had my little Fitbit on. Um, I'd get my 10,000 steps in just from hiking. I didn't need to go to the gym. It was a nice day. I'd run intervals on the training trails and the hiking trails and everything. That's all I needed to do. So why the hell do I need your gym for if I'm maybe working out outside? Basically, that was it. So I worked out on my own, you know? But, you know, then the bad weather would come, and it was too icy, and it was snowing, it was too freaking cold. Then you had maybe two, maybe three good months of hiking weather. Then June and July came, where you felt like you were sweating yourself another pair of underwear, because I swear the goddamn thing was sticking to your ass, because you were sweating balls because it was like felt like a hundred fucking degrees outside mind you probably was only 80 degrees but between the humidity and the fact that you're running back and forth on hiking trails you feel like you're gonna fucking die so i can't go hiking in july and august and i can't go hiking in uh freaking december to february possibly not march either depending on the snowstorms and whatnot which brings me to the snowstorms that we've been having now in a second. Now, the workouts that I've been doing now that I just freaking adore, and I will tell you all about it. Um, I have a friend of mine um, who is an inspiration to me. He um, started doing this workout with Beachbody, and I don't mind talking about it because I think Beachbody is amazing. Granted, any kind of workout that you do, or any exercise, or any program, or anything you do in life, 
you do you meaning you need to do it you need to put the work in it's work hard work dedication it's routine it's owning yourself it's coming into you own you you do what you need to do if you don't want to do it don't do it but don't get pissed off that you're either gaining weight or you're not getting stamina or you're not doing something because it's you so if you put the work in and everything and you're you know looking at your diet and everything you're gonna get results and I'm watching him on um, on Facebook and he's posting what he's doing him his brother his mom too amazing I would love for my mom to work out with me um, she won't but hey what are you gonna do um, that's her I'm me two different people two different outlooks it's all good um, but he was an inspiration and I'm like dude what are you doing you know, like, you know, I hear him saying he's doing 10 rounds of boxing. He's doing this. He's doing that. I said, what are you doing? So he told me, he goes, oh, it's through Beachbody. And I was like, dude, really? I'm like, no way. A long time ago, I I did Beachbody. Um, I, I was not a fan because I just didn't have the support. I didn't have a good coach. I had actually five different coaches. And the funny thing is, I'm busy talking to my friend who is telling me about his friend who's a coach who is doing it for school. Like, she is a nutritionist. She is, this is what she is doing with her life, which is amazing. So this is what she's focused on. I need somebody like that in my life because otherwise, you know, I need the support. I ain't gonna be able to do it on my own. I could do most of it on my own, like the workouts, like that's all me. Nobody can stand behind me and move my arms and legs and make me do sit-ups and crunches and squats and whatnot and lunges. That's me. Um, but, like, you know, I would need somebody there if I have questions and, uh, you know, and I need answers for certain things, diet and everything. You know, I need that support. So I'm watching him, and I'm looking at what he's doing. I'm like, this is amazing. I mean, and he's doing really well on it, too. So I'm like, well, what's different now than then? And I'm thinking, I didn't have any support. I was basically on my own. I had a friend back then. She was doing it just to try to make extra money and everything. She was trying to sell me crap. I'm like, well, what does it do? I don't know. Well, if you don't know what it does, how the hell am I supposed to know what it does? And how the hell are you supposed to explain it to somebody if you're trying to be a coach to help me with my weight loss and my healthy lifestyle journey? I don't know. Well, then, yeah, sorry, dude. I don't need you. So her and I aren't talking anymore. And I actually don't even know why she's not talking to me anymore. But to be honest with you, I'm better off. I didn't need the drama. Um, I remember one day, side note of the whole thing, her and her husband at the time got into so, such a freaking argument. I was on the way to her house. She goes, oh, the side door is open. Don't worry. You know, just come in. Knock on the door. Come in. I came in. And I saw her just beating the crap out of her husband at that point. So I'm like, yeah, I don't need this drama in my life. I don't need this shit. I just want to work out and get healthy. And I need people who are on the same wavelength, same mindset, and the same ambition as me. So I have that now. I have that support. And they're friends of mine, which is even better. So we're all doing this together. The same goal in mind. So that's why I love this now. So, um... Back in the day, um, I had something called fatty liver disease. If you don't know what that is, it's basically the non-alcoholic cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah, 
it exists. If you don't drink anything, you're not an alcoholic or you don't drink and whatnot, you can still get cirrhosis of the liver by eating too much crap. That also, you know, fat has nowhere to go. After, you know, after it gets into so many different nooks and crannies and crevices and whatnot, it starts to try to find other places to go. So that's what fatty liver disease is. Your liver turns into fat and it sits there. And then your liver can't do its actual fucking job because now it's fat. So I had that. So when I started Beachbody, I was I started off with Autumn Calabrese. She's great. Um, I want her six to eight pack abs that she has, but I digress. Um, back when I started, I was doing her 21 day fix and, um, it's very intense. A lot of squats, a lot of lunges, a lot of fast movement here and there. Um, I can't do that anymore. I mean, yeah, I lost 10 pounds on that 21 day fix diet. I did. It was a diet and exercise program. 10 pounds gone. Fatty liver disease gone. So I'm good. I maintained that weight, keeping it off. Great. As I got older, you know, your body breaks down a little bit. Maybe you're not as fast as you used to be. Um, You know, I can't bend the way I used to. You know, like I remember I was in the supermarket with my mom at one point. I went to bend down to pick up something off a bottom shelf. I felt something snap. I couldn't get back up. I was in tabletop position. I swear I thought somebody was going to have to pick me up and like pretzel me and put me back into an upright position. Meanwhile, my mom, God love her. She's sitting there pointing and hysterical laughing at me. It wasn't really funny, but she thought it was. Anyway, I digress. So I can't move as well as I used to back then. Um, I'm hoping one of my goals is to be able to, you know, do that again. But um, I can't do the 21-day fix the way I used to. So, and I loved it. I really did. But I found a new favorite now. And I am so in love with hashtag MBF. It's called Muscle Burns Fat. It's with a great personal trainer called, uh, named Megan Davies. She's amazing. Just when I feel like I'm about to drop dead, the whole block of exercises change. And then I get my stamina back up. So I've been doing this since the beginning of February. I've already lost five pounds. I am like so freaking happy. I actually have more muscles than I ever thought I'd ever have before. And they're like rock solid. It's like freaking awesome. Um, And I'm just going to keep on going. It's the diet though that is the problem half the time. And it's my problem because I like to eat, you know. Um, I like to eat carbs. Bread is my friend. Bread's really not your friend. But I, I like bread. I like cookies. I actually made uh, chocolate croissants this afternoon. Uh, so, yeah, that was something I probably should not have done. But um, it's hard. I mean, you can't, like any habit, like anything, you can't just stop. You know, because then you're going to really want it and you're going to eat more than you really should have in the first place. Okay. Now I've had a stomach problem for a while. I actually just found on my phone and I hope it's not in my beach body bod group because it was my before and after photo. And there's only three people that have seen this before and uh, after this before photo, my doctor, 
two good friends of mine and my family, my parents. I am not showing this photo to anybody, okay? Anybody else. No one's seeing this. Um, it looked like I was nine months pregnant. Like, my stomach is that big. Um, I, I'm all stomach. I don't know what it is. I keep saying it's a food baby. I named him Herman. He has his own zip code, okay? He is a chonk. And he's attached to me. And I don't understand how the hell he is that bloated and that big. And it pisses me off. So I started working. I started working out. I started to try to curb all these chocolate cravings and all this other stuff. And the best part with the diet that goes along with the whole working out, you don't have to deny yourself things. It's just everything in moderation. But with me, I got to figure out what the hell this whole tummy thing happened in the first place to begin with. Because when I was a kid and I was 77 pounds back in the day, you know, young, young kid, 77 pounds. I still had a fucking stomach. Like, I don't understand what is going on in here. Like, I don't know if in the middle of the night aliens probed me with a big-ass fucking balloon that's now in my stomach that just balloons and sends out signals to, like, people from Mars and, you know, Uranus. No pun intended. Um, I, I really don't know. So I'm working on that. But the workouts are amazing. I'm getting stronger. And I feel good. You know, like... I never thought working out would take away your brain fog and would take away depression and take away like negativity and whatnot, but it really does. I mean, you know, if any of you ever want to reach out to me about working out and doing beach body and everything, I decided to actually become a coach. I'm still learning. But, you know, I want to help other people. I want to inspire other people to do what I'm doing. I mean, it's freaking great. I mean, I could run now without being winded. I used to run up the flight of steps in my house and have to stand at the top of the steps and take a deep breath because I couldn't breathe. Now it's like I'm lifting weights. I mean, you know, eight pound weights, five pound weights, depending on the exercise and whatnot. But I was never able to even lift them before. Okay. Now I'm doing so much better, which is freaking awesome. And I, I just, I just love it. I love working out. Never thought I would say that, but it's true. So, uh, if any of you have any questions or anything and you want to reach out to me, feel free. I will talk to you about Beachbody. I will talk to you about products. I will talk to you about the exercises, the trainers, the discounts, the coaches, everything and it's great when you have support from your family and friends and your friends are doing it with you too I mean it's fantastic I mean I'm home I'm doing it at home you know we are accountable we're in a group together and we you know are accountable for our actions and stuff you know I did this today or I did this today and this exercise was a little hard but I got through it like you know you talk about everything and you lift each other up I mean it's freaking awesome so that's what I've been up to in the past month or so. And there's a bunch of other programs of hers to continue after the beginning program. But I think what I might do is start her beginner program all over and just bulk up on the weights and see what happens. It depends on how I feel, but I feel good. So, uh... I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not in a negative mood. I know I cursed a lot for the first, uh, you know, segment of this whole uh, freaking uh, podcast, but I mean, this is freaking amazing. It really is. 
Um, but wait until you hear the next stuff that I got to talk about. So uh, the next podcast is going to be quite interesting um, and sad because it's, it's, it's a loss of something that I liked that I liked really, really much. But um, it's kind of sort of funny in a little way. But anyway, um, yeah, so it's just there are no words you just have to experience it and if you've never actually found a workout program that you liked this workout program their beach body on demand has a bunch of different workouts different people if you like dancing or country line dancing or whatnot there is something for that um when i used to go to the gym there was a zumba class same woman from the boot camp class who's 80 years old dancing around doing zumba like it's nobody's business i walked in there once i turned the wrong way and i heard my hip crack so yeah fuck that um but yeah do what you love that's what my life is all about that's what you gotta find something that you love you know Which brings me to the stuff that I don't fucking love. Snow. And lots of it. Have you seen it? If you're on the East Coast over here, I'm from New Jersey. So uh, we got pelted with, uh, I can't even say pelted. Uh, God opened the sky and took a big fucking shit all over New York City. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, the whole East Coast. We got anywhere from, where, what did it start, five inches to like freaking what felt like 20 fucking inches of fucking snow. Plus the snow drifts on top of that because it was windy. Guess which side of the cul-de-sac got pelted with a bajillion inches of snow. Yeah, my side. Meanwhile, everybody on the other side of our cul-de-sac of the street have snow blowers. I have a shovel. I mean, honestly, whose fault's that? I bought the shovel. They bought the snow, you know, the snow blowers. Good for them. Um, great for me. And because I have awesome neighbors, they actually helped me finish with uh, the shoveling with their snow blowers. So thank you, neighbors. Love you. Because there was no way. But getting back to the uh, big, buff, and strong, muscular uh, 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 from working out, what I decided to do now, I have this shovel. It's it's like a push shovel. It's um, I, I don't know how to explain this. You don't shovel, you push, and the damn thing just like rotates the snow, and you just push it down the fucking driveway. The thing's freaking phenomenal. Um, bought it on sale um, at Home Depot, I think. And the best time to buy winter stuff is in the summer. You got to do it in the opposite because you get it for the cheap, you know? If you're looking for winter shit, shop in the summer. If you're looking for summer shit, shop in the winter because you get everything on clearance. Now, it's not like it's a pair of jeans that are going out of style and I need, you know this that and the next thing because i want to be trendy and shit no it's a fucking shovel i just need it to do its job it's got one job which is to shovel the fucking snow okay so yeah 
what I decided to do when I opened up the, the uh, garage door and said, holy shit, because it looked like there was eight inches of fucking snow. Now, mind you, we all knew this was coming, okay? Uh, global warming, hello, how are you? Doing great, yay. Um, you know, they said eight to ten inches of snow, fine. But then it kept on just going up and going up, depending on what freaking model they were looking at. Did I mention that the uh, meteorologists and snow and weather forecasters, even if they're wrong, they still get fucking paid? Must be nice. Um, so yeah, it wasn't three to five inches. It was eight to 12 plus fucking inches of snow overnight. So it's not like I could have gotten ahead of the game and gone outside and shoveled the shit and everything and then gone back to bed. No. Three in the fucking morning is when this all fucking started. So by the time I woke up around nine o'clock in the morning, the skies opened and took a dump all over my fucking driveway. So I was screwed as all shit. Now, me being the nice guy that I am, uh, you know, my parents are older. I'd rather them not have to do any of this shit. Especially since uh, one year my mom decided to take out the recyclables and slip down the driveway on black ice and laid there with cans on top of her. Now, mind you, I did not see this because the one time I decided to go out on one night, yeah, I wasn't home when this happened. My dad apparently was upstairs in the bathroom, didn't hear it happen. So my neighbors actually helped her and she went back inside. I think she had like a couple of bruised ribs or something, something. Either way, it fucking sucked and I felt horrible about it. So I'm like, I'm going to do the shoveling, okay? So me being able to now lift weights and do shit and whatever, I can actually do more than one push-up now, which is actually amazing. You ever try to do a one push-up and you have no upper body strength to the point where you do half a push-up and then you face plant into the fucking floor. Yeah, that was me. Now I could do about eh, 10, 15 of them with no problem. So yeah, stamina is going up. Hello. Um, so I decided to go and shovel. Okay. So I shovel halfway down the walkway. I halfway down the driveway. Fuck the walkway. I wasn't even going to do that. Um, driveway halfway down get to the bottom where it's like you know two feet of chunk of ice i'm like um yeah i'm gonna file this under fuck that because there ain't no way i'm doing this but then i decided to make a workout out of it because here's the problem um and it's not that it's a problem but it's the workout that i'm doing now the beach body workouts that i was talking to you about it's not like your uh, personal trainer workouts where you work out every other day and you rest in between. No. This is a, depending on what you're doing, 21 day fix is literally 21 days of fixed exercise. Okay? 21 days straight. Now, every single day is something different. Maybe day one is leg day. Day two is cardio. Day three is upper body. So it's not like you're working out your whole body every single day because that's just fucking ridiculous. You can't do that. You just physically cannot do that. Um, so with mine, every day is a new adventure and I freaking love it. But what I decided to do was I decided to shovel. So on the days that I was shoveling, I was in so much pain after shoveling 
because I made a workout out of it that I decided to skip my actual workout and use the shoveling snarl as my workout. Here's what I did. I used the shovel and I did squats. Every time I went to shovel, I squatted down in a squat, shoveled, and then flung the snarl. Squat, shovel, flung snarl. So I was doing squats all down my driveway. Um, there wasn't anybody outside. I was busy doing my workout. I wasn't getting overheated because I was outside in the freaking sub-degree weather of snow. I, I can't even say sub-degree. I gotta be honest with you. My brother's in another state. His high for the day was negative two. Okay? Negative two. At that point, you got icicles on your fucking balls. It don't matter what the degree is. It's motherfucking cold, okay? I hate the cold. I hate it with a passion. It makes my bones hurt. It makes my butt scar. Yeah, from the uh, fucking mask that they had to get out of my ass. I can tell the weather by the scar on my butt. Yeah, if it's going to rain, the butt scar puckers and hurts. If it's going to snow, get out of my way because my butt is screaming. Okay? Anyway, back to the shoveling. So, I'm shoveling, doing squatting, and shoveling snow and whatnot. I did the whole fucking driveway. Now, what pissed me off about the whole fucking thing was the fact that I got down to maybe two feet to the end of the driveway where apparently it was just iced over, and I stood there, and I'm like, I can't even fucking move this. So I used my second shovel, which has a metal bottom to it where you could chop everything up. So that's what I was doing. I chopped everything up and I flung it everywhere. I flung it in the middle of the street. You know, the little bobcats coming by, you know, plowing everything. He sees me doing it. I see him seeing me do it. I don't fucking care. Where the hell are you supposed to put all the fucking snow when this is the second big ass snowstorm that happened and they have the snow piled high to the point where my across the street neighbor's granddaughter had her sled and slid I, if I tell you <laughs> they piled the snow so high that you could hear her go wee down the mound of snow on her sled okay like that was some good times if I was her age, I would be having the time of my life. But if I did it now, I probably would have broke a bone. Anyway, so I did all the snow. I got to the end and I stood there and I felt like I was going to cry. And that's when my across the street neighbor asked me if I had any gas. Now, I could have took that question many different ways. I could have said, yeah, pull my finger. Nah, I didn't do that. Um, he was asking me if I had gas for the snowblower that he had. And I'm like, no. Like, sadly, I don't. I mean, I had a, I had a weed whacker, which obviously ain't gonna help with snow. I had a lawnmower. Again, not gonna help with fucking snow. They both run on gas. I don't think any of them had any gas in it to even cipher anything if I wanted to. So, he was nice enough to actually go to our other next door neighbor who usually snow blows almost everybody's uh, driveway and asked him for gas. He had very little left, but by the grace of something going on upstairs, it turned over and he was able to snow blow the last two feet of ice on my driveway because there was no way I was going to be able to do it. But I got such a good workout with those squats and moving my arms and 
doing everything. And that was my workout for the day. I was like so happy. But this is a second snowstorm. I hate the winter. This damn shit ain't letting up either. I still have two feet of snow on my walkway. I put a sign outside that says, please leave deliveries here, pointing at the ground. Because there ain't no way you're going to get through that walkway. And I am not fucking shoveling it. It's not going to happen. Um, so yeah, that's that. Pain in my fucking ass. And it ain't over yet. It is not over yet. Today is what? Technically Saturday. So yeah, Thurs- past Thursday, it snowed all throughout yesterday. And then next, this coming Monday, I think, it's supposed to fucking snow again. Like, you know, I understand that last year we hardly had any snow. So I guess this year is making up for it. But, you know, this past year and this year is like the year of fuckdom. Okay? Everything is fucked. Everything is screwed. You got to wear two masks going outside. You can't eat outside. And that's another thing with the restaurants. Like, I feel bad about the restaurants. But here's what I did not understand. And correct me if I'm wrong. And if you understand this, please leave me a message on Anchor on my podcast explaining this to me. Okay? Now, New York is going up to 35% capacity indoor eating, dining, yay. Um, I don't know what's going on with Jersey here. I think we're still at 25%. But back then, they were like, you can't eat inside at all. You got to eat outside in these tents. Okay. Now, all these tents are enclosed, right? Just bear with me. Go along with what I'm saying. Just think about this for a second. You're not allowed to eat indoors, but you're allowed to eat outside indoors. Does that make any fucking sense whatsoever? And I understand it's probably because of the ventilation. Like outside, you know, you have more ventilation because of the air than you would inside. So open all the windows and doors in the restaurant. You know, there's the answer. Yeah, it's going to be cold as fuck inside, but it's cold as fuck outside. And you're making people eat hot food outside in sub-degree weather where it's going to make it freaking cold by the time the waiter goes from the kitchen outside into your little tent hole fucking thing for you to eat cold food in the fucking first place. So I'd rather just do takeout at that point, you know? Then you think about it. You got to wear masks everywhere you go. Now they want you to wear double masks, which to me, I'm like, that ain't going to happen because I can't breathe with one mask. So one mask is what I'm doing. That's it. Um, Do the people cooking the food wear masks? Are they wearing gloves? Are they wearing hair nets? Maybe this is just me being a little paranoid and whatnot. And if you guys want to go out and eat dinner and go out and enjoy yourselves, You know, far be it for me to tell you not to. You go do you. You enjoy yourselves and shit. But, like, I just, I don't know. I mean, I just find it stupid that you can't eat inside, but you can eat outside, inside a tent. I mean, you know, that's camping. 
but that's not camping on the streets of New York City. You know what I'm saying? That that's not meant to happen. You know, like you're not supposed to eat on those streets. I, you're just not. You know, and I mean, I'm sitting here, and then then you take it even further. I mean, you know, you go to the supermarket, you wash down all your stuff, you clean all your stuff, you're cooking it and everything. Okay, fine. Um, but then you get a little stir crazy because you're inside all day, but then do you risk going out and possibly getting COVID? I don't know. Is it worth going out to dinner to possibly get COVID? Uh, Valentine's Day just freaking passed. Uh, this past uh, Sunday, was it? I mean, I don't know. I was home with my cats, so there's that. But, like, really, where are you gonna fucking go? You know, you wanna do something romantic, you wanna go out and everything. Like, where are you supposed to go? I mean, like, yeah, I'm wearing a mask, I'm enjoying my lovely romantic night out with my dude or my chick or whoever, and you're wearing masks. I mean, like... The only good thing about the masks is if you cough or you sneeze or whatnot, you don't even have to cover your mouth because your mask is covering your face. The only thing that would probably suck is if you burped in your mask or you have halitosis and your breath smells like fuck and now you're dealing with it in your mask. But there's a bonus to that because all of us nice people that know that you're breath smells like you sucked on a fucking turd now you know what we're talking about because now you're living with it inside your mask so you're welcome um getting back to other various things going on people are getting a little stir crazy so people are getting a little stupid and i have found some really fucking funny ass jokes online I mean, like, there was one in particular. Now, uh, mind you, young people these days probably don't know any of those yo mama jokes. Um, I don't know if you do. You might want to Google it. Just Google yo mama jokes. Something might come up. I don't know. But there was one recently, and I don't remember if it was my friend Chris that said it or somebody else, but um, it, it sounds like a Chris thing to me. I don't know, but um, you should check out his podcast as well. Uh, it's on Anchor. It's called Martin's Law. So uh, go check that out if you can. Um, there was a Yo Mama joke that said, Yo Mama is so ugly that they created a pandemic just so she would have to wear a fucking mask on her ugly face. Can you imagine? <laughs> Not for nothing. If that's the case, I am very fucking pissed off because I don't want to wear a mask because I can't fucking breathe. So there you go. Which brings me back to the whole, would you rather wear a mask or a ventilator? Your choice. Um, so, yeah. So that is the beginning of the new year. Happy fucking new year. Same as the old year. COVID, masks, random bullshit. Uh, new year, new me, working out, feeling great. So finally, I am fixed. Thank you, doctors, for helping me. So now I can help all of you if you guys want to know more about working out and getting into a positive, healthy lifestyle. That is all up to you. One more thing before I go. Dating in the time of COVID. 
what the fuck do you do? I mean, I had problems dating before. You know, you have all these dating websites, some you gotta pay for. I'm not paying for a dating website. I mean, like, why pay for a dating website when you can meet all the fucking losers for free somewhere else? You know what I mean? And now all their faces are covered. So what are you supposed to do? Oh, you have beautiful eyes. Let's go out. I mean, and then they take the mask off and they look like somebody's fucking dingus. I mean, what are you supposed to do at that point? I mean, like, you know, I I could get rude like the rest of them, but I want to be polite. I mean, nobody wants to, you know, hear somebody say that you look like, you know, as ugly as a baboon's fucking ass. You know, maybe you could be nicer about it and say, yeah, it ain't gonna work out. You just ain't for me. We ain't gelling right or something. But like, what do you do? I mean, and even if you were to do online dating, are you supposed to put a profile up there with a mask on your fucking face? Are you supposed to show your face? Do you do like a Zoom date where you're sitting in your house going, hi, here I am. Can't kiss you, can't shake your hand, can't say hi. I'm on a Zoom call with a potential Zoom dude that I want to see. Or do you actually meet up? And then when you meet up, do you freaking wear a mask all goddamn day? Like, what do you do? Like, I am so close to giving up on dating. And now this gives me another reason not to even bother. But, I mean, that's just me. I don't know. Maybe my thoughts will change when things get a little better. I did see one cute guy today while I was at the supermarket. But how do you approach somebody at the supermarket? You know? I mean, like, like, what do you do? I mean, I see the guy there every single Friday when I go shopping. He works there. Um, but lately, my luck, I seem to be attracted to the guys that are, like, half my fucking age. Like, fucking babies, you know? What not really babies. That's disgusting. Nobody should ever do that. Um disclaimer. But, you know, like what are you supposed to do? And now it's even it's even more complicated cuz now what questions do you ask? What's your favorite color mask? What do you like to do for fun? Can you breathe through your mask? Like, what questions do you even ask anymore? Because things are so different. Like, and I hate, and I'm just going to say hate once. I hate when people say that this is the new normal. Because this ain't fucking normal. It's not. It is not normal. It will never be normal. I don't want it to be normal. And all of it is fucked. All because of freaking this stupid virus that started in Wuhan. I'm not saying it's Chinese people's fault at all. Do not get me wrong. This happens to be happening in China. It was a virus that came from China. It's contagious. It has other contagions now that are morphing into more contagious shit. It just happened to come out of Wuhan, China. So please, people, I see on the news, stop hurting other people. Stop beating up on Asian Americans. Stop beating up on African Americans. Stop beating up on Jewish Americans. Stop beating up on people. We are all going through this together. 
We are all having the same fucking situations of not being able to breathe, dealing with COVID, dealing with trying to uh, survive and trying to get the freaking vaccine. So everybody should just band together. I'm not saying kumbaya, fuck you, kumbaya. No, not that. Just freaking appreciate what you have and leave people alone. Like, like, what the flying fuck is wrong with you people? Anyway, that's my time. That's my bitch session. Thank you so much for putting up with my crap. Happy New Year. Happy, healthy, safe New Year. And I hope all y'all are wearing masks and taking care of one another. Hey, Valerie Lynn here. If you made it this far, then thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Please become a fan and share my podcast. It's anchor.fm slash The Valerie Lynn Show. Share it, talk about it, tweet it, do whatever you would like. Thank you so much for your support. And I hope you listen to the next one. <laughs>